Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking with the Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Now, today I'm going to talk about brachyphilic dogs. For those of you that aren't familiar with the term brachyphilic, basically it means anything with a squashed-in nose. The Frenchies, the Pugs, the Cavies, the Bulldogs, those sorts of dogs. Now, the reason for this is twofold. I had been contemplating for the last few weeks covering it because of the issues that they've had, but also because one of my clients lost their dog at 24 degrees in the shade with heat stroke this week. Why? Because it was a brachyphilic dog. Uh, and then this morning when I was posting on Facebook, you can all have a look at the articles. Those of you that don't know my Facebook page, it's simply my name with animal communicator, craniosacral and nest health therapist, you'll find it. There's a great article there that apparently the vets of Australia, which with all due respect, I'll believe it when I see it, not before. um, And this was in a UK magazine, was stating that they wanted to change the standards like it's been done in parts of Europe. I think it's Denmark and Norway, but don't quote me on that, where the dog's nose now by law needs to be one third the length of its face. Now, this is a great step in the right direction. These dogs live lives of untold suffering caused by us. Now, I'm fully aware that a lot of people are going to think I'm having a rant here, and they're probably right. I am. But I see these dogs And unlike a lot of people, I can talk with these dogs. I'm much, much more aware of the suffering that they have their entire lives because of us. Now, most of these dogs, not all, but most of these dogs cannot reproduce naturally. Because of the big heads and narrow pelvises, they're pretty much an automatic caesarean. Now, going back Oh, God, it'd have to be 20 or 30 years ago when I was vet nursing. So we're going back a fair while. I remember the UK were going to try and introduce this wonderful new standard. And basically it was, think of it like a point system. If they have to um, artificially inseminate in those days, there really wasn't a lot coming from overseas. So keep in mind the time that this was all doing you'd lose X amount of points. If a dog had one caesarean, it had lost X amount of points. If it had to have two, it had to be desexed and wasn't be allowed to be bred from again. And the whole idea was to breed dogs that could reproduce and give birth naturally. Now, sadly, that's pretty much gone by the wayside and most brachyphilic dog breeders I know automatically book their dogs in for a caesar. 
And I know plenty of bitches that have had three and four caesareans because they've had three or four litters. Now, again, it's a personal thing. I hear everyone saying, oh, but humans do too. Yeah, they do. But that's their choice. They may have had a caesarean before. They may choose a caesarean. And there's a whole argument at the moment with the doctors about why we shouldn't be booking in caesareans automatically. It should only be as a last resort. And yes, I know plenty of women died in childbirth. I agree. However, that was to a large extent their choice. We're not talking about humans now. We're talking dogs. Now, once these dogs are born... Many, many of them, particularly the pugs and Frenchies, which are so incredibly popular at the moment, it's an automatic that sooner or later they'll have an operation to help them to breathe better. Now, I'd really love to know how we've got from, oh my God, the dog can't breathe, either euthanize it or stop the line, do the surgery so the poor little bugger can breathe and stop breeding that line, which is where it should be in my book, to oh yes, nothing to see, move along. For those of you that um, watch the ABC at any stage, I think it was about 10 or 12 years ago now, Catalyst did a fabulous, fabulous program. Um, This was a UK thing they were talking about because in Australia we have all the moodle-oodle-poodle crosses, as I call them, and the Maltese Shih Tzu crosses and all the rest of that. Most of the UK at that stage Where we have the crosses, they have the purebreds. So this was talking about um, how we've changed the breeds and there was the peaks and the pugs and all sorts of stuff. And they were talking about how, you know, a hundred years ago and they were showing pictures and the RSPCA have said, we've morphed these dogs into genetic freaks and mutants. And they're right. Uh, Now, this particular thing got so much... um, press worldwide that they wound up Crufts, one of the which is one of the big dog shows in Europe, actually had a couple of the pet food sponsors pull out because they were so horrified at what they saw. Sadly, nothing really went on from that. It's nothing to see move along after all the noise is gone. And to me, again, it's a why. Now I hear all of you going, oh, but they're cute and they love the way they look and they you know, snort. They're not snorting. They're gasping for air. You gasping for air isn't cute. You're panicking, but you're happy for the dog to do it. And I'm sorry, but that is the reality of it. Now, this poor bloody dog died at 24 degrees in the shade because it couldn't breathe. Now, I wish I could say that that was a one-off. It's not. I see so many of these. It's just horrendous. Many of them have massive headaches most of their life because of the pressure in their skull, because of the way we've shaped them. And as I've said, anyone that has had an asthma attack and has really struggled to breathe knows how hard it is. These dogs pretty much feel like that, some of them, their entire lives. They can't run normally for any length of time because they can't breathe. Doing um, in the hydrotherapy tank is a real challenge because you can't get the heart rate up too much in some cases. Why? Because they can't breathe. 
Now, as well as all the breathing difficulties, so many of these have spinal issues. Now, having had major spinal issues myself several years ago and knowing the pain they cause, I've looked at any dog with spinal issues now as a whole different thing. And hey, I'm the first to say, any dog can get spinal issues. Absolutely, they can. In the same way, any dog can do a cruciate, any dog can injure themselves, any dog can go leaping out in front of a car and get squished. It's not recommended, but it happens. But I, what I'm talking about is the genetic predisposition. Thinking of one fabulous little Frenchie I work with at the moment, whose owner, I might add, has pretty much said she's not taking receipts because she's wallpapered the whole house and the garage. And I wish I could say she was joking, but I don't think she is. A lot of uh, Frenchie owners can expect to spend twenty or 40000 on their dog if they don't have pet insurance. And yes, if you're going to have one of these, for God's sake, take pet insurance. You're going to need it. But look for the exclusions because there's a lot of those too. But this poor little guy was treated for meningitis. Um, long story short, ultimately they found out it was spinal issues, congenital spinal issues, which means this poor little guy had been born with them. Now, this particular little dog was under three years of age. He was not overweight. He was really fit, fabulous muscle tone, which supports all the joints and the spine, and he still had the problem. And that's the another thing. Most of these guys, you look at the bulldogs, you look at the pugs and the Frenchies, most of them are overweight. Now, of course, that then increases the breathing difficulties, the spinal issues, blah, blah, blah. They're breeding for this so-called corkscrew tail rather than no tail. That's, again, a genetic abnormality that leads to problems. So why are we breeding at this these poor bloody dogs this way? Because people think they're cute. Bottom line, that's what it is. Because people's perception is that they're cute. And look, yeah, they are nice dogs. They've got fabulous temperaments. I mean, that's the one thing we have bred them for is good temperaments. Um, I don't know how they put up with being in the bodies they're in. I guess they've known no different. But it doesn't justify the suffering. Now, they are also very popular in America at the moment. The um, Frenchies are huge with all the celebrities. Um, I can't think off the top of my head who it was, but you guys will no doubt will fill me in. One of the um, – could have been Lady Gaga. One of them, anyway, uh, nearly lost a couple of her Frenchies and the dog walker got shot. People want what celebrities have. I mean, we all do the celebrity branding for a reason because it sells. Unfortunately, it's selling more suffering. Have a good look at a normal wolf or a dingo. Long legs, short back, reasonably long nose. Now, we do breed for looks and we exaggerate them. You look at um, Lassie in the movies in the 50s or 60s. You now look at a collie nose. The head, um, the nose is much more elongated. The head's not as broad. It's much narrower because they've bred for that. Now they have what's called collie eye because basically the eyes, the way they've bred the nose, don't sit right and uh, correctly in the skull. You've got all sorts of other problems. We have done this. Um, pretty much every Sheltie of puppy I've seen has back problems because of the shape of its head. It does. Yeah, it really just, it does me in. 
But why is it? We need to look at it and say, why do I think this dog is cute? Because it's got the big bug eyes and the childlike face. Well, yeah, it might be. But we need to really look at why am I increasing animal suffering? If we all took that as a thing, the breed would change. Because until consumer demand changes and people start only buying the ones where the muzzle or the nose is one third the length of the face, it's not going to change. The more people want the squashed in faces, judges are not going to change their thinking. Quite frankly, I think I've seen two in the last three or four years that had um, the correct nose to be able to breathe correctly. So we really need to look at us as a consumer because at the end of the day, it is the holy dollar. If we, if you want one of these, fine, but get one with a longer nose that can start to breathe. You're still potentially going to have all the spinal issues. Jump on any pug or Frenchy um, Facebook group and you'll see intravertebral disc disease as one of the big problems as they age. Incredibly painful, incredibly debilitating, both to the animal and to the human's wallet and to your emotions too, because we love our dogs. Now, I'm not saying any dog can't have IVD. Of course they can. Um, In the same way, plenty of people have got back problems. You look at your lifestyle factors, you look at your nutrition, you look at your exercise, you look at your home, you get rid of the slippery floors, you put down carpet runners if you've got tiles or floorboards, put down carpet so they don't skid around. It will help. But if you've got a dog that's been bred with basically congenital deformities as a way of that's the breed standard, you're upping your chances of getting a problem. That's just statistics. So have a really good hard look and think, why is it that I think they're cute? And then have a really good look at the dog. Look at its tongue curling as it's trying to breathe. Look at the sides heaving. I, again, I do not understand why people think having to have an operation to get the dog to breathe properly is normal. Look at the parents, ask, and okay, now we all know not all breeders are going to be honest, but ask how many of these um, dogs of yours have had to have operations to breathe. And it's almost routine now when they're de-sexed, increasing um, their breathing as well. Start looking at it from a welfare issue. I'm not saying don't get one. They can be a great little dog. But from the dog's perspective here in Australia, where we have really hot weather a lot of the time, why are you looking at having a dog that struggles to breathe? What is it in you that wants something considered cute? It's the same as, oh, they have to have their head up on a pillow when they sleep. That's not cute. That's because it can't breathe and it needs the head raised to help open the airways. Start looking at it. Start having the conversation with breeders. I'm not saying ban the breed, but we as humans really, really need to start looking at ourselves and asking in what way am I contributing 
to an animal's suffering and then going on from that, what can I do to help change this and increase the quality of life for my four-legged friends? Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking With The Animals. Don't forget to like and subscribe and please leave some comments. I'd love to hear from you. I am aware that this particular episode has been a bit of a rant. Yeah, it has. But as I say, I work with these dogs all the time. I see the amount of pain they're in and I also have to deal with owners and their grief after a dog has died. No dog should die of heat stress and heat exhaustion at 24 degrees. No young, healthy dog should die at that age in those temperatures in the shade. Look after yourselves, stay safe, and as always, remember when you can to talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking With The Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator, CST, and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.